Hey everyone, continuing with the celebration of romantic comedies in my book, It's a Love Story, I asked Mama to come on and talk about a fun rom-com she has never seen before, never been kissed. Join us as we turn back the hands of time to 1999 to discuss the charms of Drew Barrymore and the angst of high school cliques. Just listen to the storyline. Josie Geller, a baby-faced junior copywriter at the Chicago Sun-Times, must pose as a student at her former high school to research contemporary teenage culture. With the help of her brother, Rob, Josie infiltrates the inner circle of the most popular clique on campus. But she hits a major snag in her investigation, not to mention her own failed love life, when she falls for her dreamy English teacher, Sam Coulson. Never Been Kissed taught us to be true to ourselves. It also taught us that if we ever want to catch a man like Sam Coulson, we should go undercover immediately at the nearest high school. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 297 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with Mama. And it's been a minute since you've been on the show. Ah, it's been more than a minute. <laughs> <laughs> more than a minute. Oh, I was boring. looking. It was fun fact, everyone. We just recorded, and then um, moms did not record, and so we we're having to start over, which is super duper fun. But I was looking to see when the last time you were on, and it was actually when we did my best friend's wedding. Oh, was it then? Yes. That was episode 261, which was okay. forever ago. But originally when we when we first recorded, I thought it was that show My Lost Husband, Lo- Your Lost I'm a Lost Husband, something about a lost husband on Netflix and you thought yes. it was the greatest thing ever yeah. in the history of time. At the time, do you still hey, feel that way? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember one thing about that show? No. Nope. Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> but at the t- I feel like it was during, it was right after daddy died. So I think we feel like we had nostalgia or something with uh-huh. it where you and I sank real deep into the lost husband. Uh, yeah, because, but, you know, they lived out on a farm mm-hmm, and everything and, we know, thought was so tra- great tractors and all that kind yeah. of stuff yeah josh dumal he's not too bad to look at but yeah it's best that we go back to the classics which is what we did and whenever i was trying to decide mom what do you want to watch i usually give you some options and i can't remember all the options i gave you but never been kissed was one of them and you had never, I was trying to find something that we could watch uh, streaming, both of us. Is it on Netflix? Is it on Hulu? Is it on Prime? Actually, it's on Hulu, FYI. But I was trying to figure out something we could both watch for free or what we pay for, subscribing. And right. um, Never Been Kissed is what it kind of boiled down to. And so you had never seen that before you just watched it. Is that correct? Never. I and, had not, but when you told me Drew Barrymore yeah. was in it, I said, uh-huh, I'm no, in. You're in. But I, I think it's so strange 
that you have never seen it because it's 1999. That's whenever I had, you know, I had a DVD kind of collection obsession, if you will. And we were talking about the movie Ever After with also Drew Barrymore. And you love that movie. And this came out around the same time, either a year before or a year after. I don't know. But the uh, whole, I, I don't know how you missed it, is my point. Because I wrote hard for Never Been Kissed. Because I well, think I, I related to it on a lot of different levels. I except for having a crush on my English teacher. <laughs> no no English teacher in my life ever hit on me. He didn't really oh. hit on her. He didn't hit on her. But, you know, maybe don't ride in a Ferris wheel with her by yourself. As, but he was trying to be nice because she didn't have a partner to ride in the Ferris wheel. I, well, let's not pull at that thread. Well, oh, oh, okay, but you know, I might have had a crush on my biology teacher too. <laughs> but nobody knew it. It was a secret. Oh, they know now, don't they? Yeah, That's so fun. So. I well, made my um, I made my physical therapist bill um, a mixtape for my second knee surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and gave it to him. Was very proud up. to give it to him. Sad. <laughs> that, that makes me <laughs> just. I'm red right now saying it out loud. What was wrong with me? What was well, wrong I don't know what me? was wrong with me either. But I guess Gosh. you know what. We, you know, our hormones were going up and down, up and down, and junior high and ninth grade and all that. We didn't know how to deal with our hormones. No, we didn't. And therefore, we did things like recite poetry in the drama class in front of the boy you liked. And Josie Grossi does this in high school. And Lindsay Ray did that too in high school. Yeah. And uh-huh. that is a little bit more embarrassing than the mixtape from Bill. But I, uh, oh, I'm just getting hives right now thinking oh of it. I, I, I related to Josie in a sense of this movie. In a sense, first of all, she's romantic. So one of my favorite scenes from the movie is when she's telling her friend Anita, you know, years that she had never been kissed before, but she's saying, oh, it's just this wonderful and this feeling and this perfect guy and all of that kind of stuff. I thought that was sweet, but I also related to this um, evolution of Josie. You know, she's the nerdy adult who lives a nerdy life, who's given yeah. an opportunity to go back to high school and essentially you get a redo, but you're you're trying to find the story. And where she falls into her old ways at the beginning is she gravitates towards the nerds, but then her boss is pushing her to be with the popular people, so she has to make that shift. And something that you and I often talk about is how I struggled with that in the opposite way in junior high and high school where I didn't I wanted to be in all the the cliques. Um, I didn't want to be in just one, but there was pressure to identify yourself and label yourself mm-hmm. as the one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, do I ever it, remember that? I, and you, it was you tough. Struggled. You, you, you struggled. Uh, and, we, talk, and, and we talked I, about it. I struggled um, <laughs> way more than what I should have. And I don't think anybody gave a rip that I was struggling. You know, I, I, I put all of that on myself. But it felt weird to me that um, I was a cheerleader, but then I also wanted to be in drama and I, you know, did one act play. But then I also had these 
cowboy friends that, and then I was also this nerd in the AP gifted classes, but I also wanted to be with these sporty people over. And I, I, I felt like I was being pressured to pick one, pick one. And I didn't want to pick one. Right. And yeah. you gave me the freedom. You, you didn't say pick one and you didn't also say do them all. You just said kind of go wherever you feel like going and, and be whoever you want to be, which was great advice, but also still sort of crippling. So there's a moment in the movie where, um, Drew Barrymore is with the popular girls and they're all shopping and they're on an escalator and she's going down and Aldis, her, her denominator mathlete friend is going up and yes. she's saying, Oh, look, another lemming. Cause she's so yeah. disappointed that Drew Barrymore is with this other group. And that's what I always thought these other people were thinking about me. If I was sitting with cheerleaders on Monday, then yeah. the yeah. drama people would be rolling their eyes at me. How dare you? And then they wouldn't want me to sit with them. The next, they weren't thinking that. That I just I projected all of that on them. Right. But that was something that I really resonated with as mm-hmm. Josie Grossy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you struggled, and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you didn't know which direction to go, and it's just a hard thing to do. Yes. I mean especially in junior high where everybody is just absolutely uh, crazy, just crazy mm-hmm. drama coming out mm-hmm. the kazoo. And you know what? And when it all boils down to it, I never will forget what my aunt told me. Okay. She said, don't ever, ever think that this is the way life, real life is going to be, Lene. Mm-hmm. don't think that and I okay. said but it hurts now and she said it will but you'll get over it you'll get over it right. and you do get over it that was another thing Josie in the movie when she's Josie Grossy she experiences a boy who asked her to prom and she thinks he's asking her because of this wonderful poem that she read to him I in know, class in front of everybody. I know it. I know it. It was so he, sweet. It's, it's, well, it's sweet. But then he asks her out as a cruel joke and he mm-hmm. throws eggs at her in her pink lame dress with her side pony. And I, the, the feeling of that, the embarrassment that she felt and the sadness that she felt in that moment uh, I think Drew Barrymore did a really good job of capturing the pain of being that nerd at that time. But I I loved how she um, she develops this crush. We got to talk about the romance part of it again. Let's just not pull the thread that it's that it's her teacher who thinks she's seventeen, but. She develops this romance and, you know, through Shakespeare and and he thinks that she's well-versed and well-read and everything. And that becomes what her boss says, this is your story. Uh-huh. And he's wanting it to be about her teacher. And and they didn't really want to manipulate it in a, in a teacher-student way. They didn't ever say that, but that's what was insinuated. And so the whole thing um, kind of transitioned into it's all going to come down at prom. And everybody in her office is watching because she has the little camera um, wings on her dress. Everybody's watching to see, is she going to get prom queen? Is she going to get prom queen? Because then she's finally arrived. She's made it. She's no longer... Josie Grossy, and with the help of her brother, 
oh. who comes in somehow and is a high school student too. I mean, they both look 27 or 25, oh, which is what they were. I don't know how these high schoolers didn't notice that. But again, don't pull at that thread. He comes in and saves the day and just kind of makes her a little bit more popular than what she probably could have done, what she definitely could have done yeah, on he her li- own. And he lied big time about her. <laughs> yeah, he <did>. <laughs> <laughs> but they were loving it. <laughs> but they were loving it because he just came in and was already a cool guy and could do it in the span of a lunch hour. And that was, you know, that was his role as a high school student. He was definitely the the people gatherer. He was the coleslaw king. Mm -hmm. He was (laughs) the coleslaw king of the world. He definitely was. But at the end, whenever she finally gets prom queen and everybody's excited about it, she notices that the mean girls who are all dressed up as Barbie are going to dump Alpo dog food. That's something straight out of the 90s and 80s on on this girl's head just because she's nerdy Mm -hmm. and just because she kind of fought them a little bit and, and, you know, didn't. Right. That's how she got. That's how she got tickets to the prom. That's right. She took it. She Mm -hmm. she uh, she uh, actually bullied them Mm -hmm. at the very, very end. Right. That's why they wanted to dump Alpo on her. Right. And so then at the end, she it gets to this point where she cracks, Josie cracks, and she realizes, you know, I'm not so bad, but I've also learned a lot from this experience. But in this moment of just panic and irritation that they were about to put dog food on her friend, mm-hmm. Aldiz, she just kind of lets it all out, saying, hey, I, you know, I, I'm not even in high school. I am 25 years old and I'm a reporter and she lets it all out. And um, of course this kind of unravels and um, Sam Coulson, her teacher, Michael Vartan played by the very handsome Michael Vartan um, just kind of slinks off and then realizes, Oh, you were using me for, you were using me for a story. At the end, she ends up writing a story and says, I'm a 25-year-old girl who's never been kissed because I grew up as a nerd. And this is where I found my home, were the denominators and the mathletes. And that's what I did. And I've just become that person as an adult. In the process, she hurt somebody, and it was Mr. Coulson. And so she's saying, if you like me, because I think I like you, you need to come to the baseball field and kiss me on the pitcher's mound. What did you think about that? Listen, <laughs> that was the most dramatic five minutes <laughs> that I have ever waited yes. in a long time. Yes. I think that was whoever whoever came up with that in the script did an awesome job it it was like okay and then after it gets down to zero right and then she drops that microphone and and, i mean that was drama it was uh you hear you heard it fall on the on the mound Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then she's looking and then all of a sudden, comes. Beach Boys, <laughs> and I'm going, da, 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 da. and I'm going, I love the Beach Boys, and 
it please let him be coming down let him and he did he did he he did did. and you know what he kissed her and yeah i did she i meant good (laughs) i meant it was it was like not like a pack it Uh -uh. was it was and you know what she it, for her never to have been kissed. Yeah, that was she, a good one. She knew how to do it <laughs> right off the bat, and, and so it's kind of funny. But I, I thought that was a perfect ending. I mean, yes. you know, I thought, okay, well, this is all right. Well, let's go on where they walk off the mound, and then you know, no, nope, Mm-mm. no, that the if, ends right if, there. If it if it had not ended right there. They would have made a mistake. That That's right. was never been kissed, and that was the final, final shot. Yes, she was definitely being kissed. And did you know? Did you know that he uh, he came on her talk show? He did later on. Do you remember what he said? No, I about didn't watch. the kiss. Uh. Uh-uh. You may have to you may have to block this out. Okay. Uh, but uh, and I never he had heard of him until this movie. But he came out and they talked about never been kissed and all of that. And she said, "Do you remember something about? Do you remember the kiss?" And he went, "Yeah, I remember the kiss." He said, "You really know how to kiss." And of course, she blushed and all of that. And mm-hmm. he said. I got so involved in the kiss that I got. Oh, wow. That's what he said. (laughs) And so I just had to let my mind, my visuals not go there. And, And I'm thinking, really? Did you just say that? On national TV, <laughs> and of course she just she just smiled. She just laughed. smiled. She, she just laughed. laughed. I will <laughs> say it is it is a good kiss. I like that he didn't say anything. Uh-huh. He just trotted up and kissed her, and then he said. Sorry, yeah. it took me forever to get here. And she and said, "I know what you mean." I know it was really mean. cute, but I also like that she. Um, you know, it, it, everybody was rooting for her, so that was a that was a fun way to end it too. But it she looked really cute. She didn't look over. It looked like she could have done that makeup herself. I don't think she could have done that hair herself. But no. they there was a layer of dorkiness that she kept. It's not like she turned into this beautiful polished right. woman now. She she mm-hmm. had if you notice when she's walking up to the mound she does this weird wave this goofy wave that she's waving at the people and 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 i i loved that she she kept a layer of goofiness on the girl she looked cute well she really cute with her little ringlets yeah she was was just being true to herself really yeah you know Uh, that that's the way she is sweet and precious and she got a kiss did you know that when I was in Turkey, there was a moment when somebody thought I was Drew Barrymore? Because I have a Drew Barrymore look about me. You do. 
asked the girl I was with and she keeps, she was trying to figure it out too. And finally she said, Oh, they think you're Drew Barrymore. The girl from the country was with me. And um, so she was asking around like, what are they doing? And they were asking her, is that Drew Barrymore? And she was going, yes, yes, it is. She, oh. was, t- she was like, I told him it was, I said, don't do that. Oh my but um, do you have any um, lessons learned from never been kissed that we can share with the listener? Just be true to yourself. Yes. And, be true to yourself. you know, it doesn't matter what's going to happen along the way while you are maturing and growing mm-hmm. up in junior high, high school, and all of that. It's not going to matter later on in life. One of mine is um, go undercover as a reporter in a high school, and then you can marry somebody like Sam Coulson. Oh, how funny. Yay. That's what I did wrong. Oh, my gosh, Lord. He was so cute. So let me ask you a question. Okay. Do you want to be crunched? (laughs) Yeah, big time. (laughs) Did you say crunched or crushed? Hey, thank y'all for listening and thanks to Mama for helping me celebrate four years of my book, It's a Love Story. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever. <laughs>